Well, welcome everyone to Help and Hope for Families. I'm Tim Tucker, affiliate staff member of Family Life here in the Pittsburgh area, along with Scott and Catherine Mercer, part of our Pittsburgh Family Life team. Hi, Hi Tim. Thanks for having Hi. us again. And Tom and Pam Jones with us, and Tom's an associate pastor and a licensed Christian counselor, and Pam is a real estate agent in the Pittsburgh area. So welcome to you both, too, as well. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Good evening. Well, tonight we want to talk about the hidden dangers of cohabitation before marriage. And many people in this country feel that marriage is obsolete and that a man and a woman living together is easier, more convenient, maybe less costly than being joined in marriage. But is that true? Over the past 50 years, the percentage of young men or women, 18 to 24 years of age, living with an unmarried partner has gone from 0.1% to 15%. That's a huge increase. Tom, Tom, what do you think? that living together is so appealing to so many couples? Well, I think, Tim, from my experience and what I see both as a pastor and a Christian counselor is we, we talk about, we, we see younger couples walking away from or moving away from the traditional family unit, maybe as it were, and I know I've sometimes asked myself, why, why, why is this? And I think it, by and large, so many of them have seen it not work. Right. Mm-hmm. And so many go into relationships thinking this is not going to work. Why go through all this legal stuff? You hear people say that it's, it's just a piece of paper, and it's so much more than that. But I, I think that they go into it. They, they've seen other families break down. I mean, we see, we see families now that have been married. We see couples that have been married 30 years that are divorcing, where they used to stay together, but they're not so much anymore. And uh, they think it's just easier than getting married. It's, it's cheaper. After all, a lot of their friends are doing it. We're seeing it, you know, we're seeing it in the church pews nowadays as well. So it's, it's, it's just, I think for one thing, it's considered in many areas much more acceptable than it was in the past. Mm-hmm. And cohabitation might seem to folks almost like doing a scientific experiment where you mm. see if, if two chemicals that can be yeah. in the same flask yes. together can, can work without their smoke and explosion taking place. Mm-hmm. Better to find out right now, huh? Yeah. Instead of yeah. having to a divorce later. Are they compatible? And people said well, it was like test driving a car. But it's more than just that. You know what, Tim, if I may just quickly just say that a lot of young people or, or any any age people, really, this is affecting lots of different age ranges. Mm-hmm. It's not no longer just these young kids, so to speak. Yeah. And it, it turns into this, well, yeah, I, I just want to see if it's going to work out. But you know what? No relationship is perfect. Mm-hmm. With a friend or a loved one, we can't pick our family members, but how many families out there have broken issues with relatives? So let's just bury the hatchet now and say, look, it's just not – we're going to have trouble. Mm-hmm. Scott, you're right. saying Pam and I haven't had 40 years of perfection? <laughs> bliss? Wedded <laughs> bliss? As I look across the table? <laughs> Absolutely. 40 years, but it's it's worth the effort. It's worth what you put into it that long yes. term. Uh, when we have our kids at our house and our and you know we have three daughters, three wonderful sons-in-law, we have seven grandchildren yeah. and the fact that no it hasn't been easy it but it's been worth the commitment to stay yeah. together. Speak right. about legacy, Pam, tell us a little about legacy. I mean you you guys are together for 40 years, you've got these kids, grandkids. What kind of a legacy does that leave as opposed oh. to Absolutely. Um, and sh- just to show your kids 
what staying together will do for their families and that you don't have that brokenness in a family that you see so often. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, don't they say to you, wow, 40 years, how did you do it? Yes. And you say, well, it wasn't without a lot of sweat and tears and pain. That's right. Mm -hmm. But it's the work that's worth it. And Mm -hmm. the covenant commitment. Yes. You know, and for those of you who are, you know, you, you, you love resources, you enjoy familylife.com, which we've mentioned. I want to mention something here. There's a new resource put out by Family Life entitled, What's the Point? And it's written by Shelby Abbott. He's on staff with Family Life, in which he goes through the research that blows out of the water the myth that cohabitation is beneficial before marriage. And uh, I hardly recommend the book. It's easy to read only 88 pages, and it says that living together has been consistently associated with poor marital communication quality, lower marital satisfaction, and higher levels of domestic violence. Hmm, That doesn't sound pretty, but, you know, he's giving us a good warning, and it's a great resource to check out. And it's hard to say, you know, this, all of this this work and effort and everything else. Just why why go through all that level of commitment? But for example, there's a, there's a, a pr- plenty of surveys done. As a matter of fact, iFidelity has one survey they did. They said that those who cohabitate two or more times in their lives before marriage were 15 percentage points more likely to have either been emotionally, sexually, or electronically unfaithful to their spouse wow. than those who did not cohabitate. Wow. Mm-hmm. Even married couples, we've heard this before, that they're better off financially. Only 4% of homes with a married mother or father are on food stamps at any given time. But 21% of cohabitating homes, well, they require public assistance. Mm-hmm. It, there's just something about this bond when a couple comes together and says, no matter what, till death do us part, mm-hmm. we're going to yeah, work absolutely. through the issues. Right. And we've already said, no relationship is perfect. There's going to be issues to work through so well you know one of the things that uh, i guess couples who want to cohabitate uh, say that well we can test this relationship without a binding commitment okay mm, yes. but those last four words are important without a binding, binding commitment mm. as we'll see as we have seen and, uh, and rosenfeld and rostler of the journal of marriage and family found that living together before getting married was directly associated with just the opposite higher divorce rates pam mm. And it seems that couples that cohabit before marriage are less satisfied. You would think, I think they think they're going to be more satisfied, but they're actually less satisfied and more likely to divorce. So that's that's kind of the opposite of what they think going into it. That's so interesting, Pam. there's insecurity there. Yeah. yeah. You know, on staff with Family Life, a uh, wonderful gentleman, Ron Deal, he mentioned in a recent conference that a couple can't enjoy the best sexuality without a true commitment to each other. Marriage gives a permanence, a confidence, a trust to provide an emotionally safe place. How true. Sex is more truly satisfying for a married couple than cohabitating couples. We wouldn't think so, but this is true. And he said when an unmarried couple lives together and has a baby, there is only a 20% chance that they will be married by the child's fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. No alarming. Wow. Yes. So how can a couple be satisfied in their relationship when there's no binding commitment by either one of them? 
And I, I think the sex topic is, will you be there in the morning when I get mm-hmm. on? Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's no real level of commitment mm-hmm. that, yes, I will mm-hmm. come death to us mm-hmm. part. We'll be there with you tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's where the insecurity comes from in a relationship in that case. There's less sacrifice, perhaps, and perhaps even, as you said, Scott, even the fear of abandonment. Yeah. Right. Glenn Stanton wrote in The Federalist an article entitled, The Research Proves the Number One Social Justice Imperative is Marriage. He says, marriage strongly boosts every important measure of well-being for children, women, and men. Pick any measure you can imagine, overall physical and mental health, income, savings, employment, education, success, general life contentment and happiness, sexual satisfaction, even recovery from serious disease, healthy diet and exercise. Married people rate markedly and consistently better in each of these and so many more compared to their single, divorced, and cohabiting peers. Thus, marriage is an essential active ingredient in improving one's overall life prospect, regardless of class, race, or educational status. Tom, we see the benefits of marriage in many, many ways, but what does God in his word say about cohabitation, or the biblical word is fornication, apart from marriage? Well, you know, Tim, the, the, the scripture's so so replete on this, and and, and and makes it very very plain. And and we I hear often hear people say, well, God surely just wants me to be happy. God, well, listen, the the, the Bible makes it very clear. In uh, like in for example, in Mark seven twenty one and First Corinthians six eighteen, we're, we're we're told to flee fornication. In First Corinthians seven two, avoid fornication. In uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 18, ne- neither let us commit fornication. 2 Corinthians 12, 21, Galatians 5, 19, 1 Thessalonians 4, 3, it tells us to abstain from fornication. God is very clear on this subject. The experts prove that God's way is the best way for a fulfilled relationship through marriage. So, Tom, what do you recommend to a couple that is living together outside of marriage? change the situation do what it takes and it's it's so often we are a convenience focused society culture yeah we want everything to be convenient for us following god's word is not always convenient and i say this obedience is not legalism obedience to God's word is obedience to God's word and following what he teaches. So even if it's inconvenient, so let's sit down, let's talk about this, let's figure out why we're doing this, and let's start over. Let's, let's, let's refocus, let's redirect, and let's go the right direction. So, you know, Family Life has a lot of resources. We're all about the relational side of the equation. And so we do have a lot of resources that help couples see God's perspective on our relationships with each other, with him. And so we want to just direct everybody who's listening. If you're struggling or thinking, if you're cohabitating, you're thinking, what is the point of this? Will that person be committed to me? We need to have a fresh look at what Bible the Bible says about how to live just mm-hmm. in that way. To your mm-hmm. point, I love Absolutely. what you said there, Tom. It's not about legalism. It's just about obeying. And there's mm-hmm. good to obeying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the point of it is if we go to our Family Life website, familylife.com, there's a free app that you can download as well. And you can access lots of content. We are not short of content when it comes to the how-tos. Mm-hmm. What we're short of is the willingness to dive in and say, I'm going to do this no matter what. Right, right. right. Okay. 
Well, this fall at the Marriott North in Cranberry Township, Family Life will be holding it again the weekend to remember. These are marriage getaways where couples considering marriage or those already married can see God's plan and purpose for marriage and how they can develop a closer relationship with him and with each other. The weekends are scheduled from October 29th to 31st or November 12th to the 14th. You can visit weekendtoremember.com. Uh, for more information on registering or call 1-800-FL-TODAY. You know, I, uh, Tim, I'm par- par- pardon me for interrupting, but if a, somebody's out there listening and they're saying, wait a minute, I'm not married, I'm cohabitating, this is an event is not for me because I'm not married, absolutely not. We want you to come because we want you to hear the prescription that God gives you to a fulfilling absolutely. marital experience, absolutely. to move away from cohabitating and move into marriage. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Or you can actually call me, too, as well at 412-337-3858, or you can email me at tptuck at juno.com. And a couple can save $100 on the registration by the promo code WEEKEND TOGETHER. And thanks, everyone, for being with us tonight, and we'll see you and hope you'll be with us next Sunday night for another Help and Hope for Families. Thanks, Tim, for having us. Good night.